Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 9.30 in 716. Cell phones in schools on the podcast. It's been very difficult for schools to continue to kind of push this tidal wave of devices away. It's just not practical. It's just not enforceable. And it's just not realistic to think that we can... uh, teach our, our students without letting them use all the devices that they're using the other 18 hours of the day. One of the main catalysts is we're trying to prepare the students for the business world. And in the business world, very quickly, you can see at any meeting, people are calling up facts, figures, information, contacts on a cell phone. So we feel it would be appropriate skill for students to learn. Lots of voices on this today. I'm Tim Wenger on the podcast powered by the Brothers of Mercy. Cell phones are still absent from most U.S. schools, but new data is showing them steadily gaining acceptance as administrators bow to parents' wishes to keep tabs on kids and teachers find ways to work them into lessons. We have an in-depth piece on this at WBEN.com. Well, we've seen a slow incremental change, and it's not surprising when you think about the fact that uh, the average age of cell phone ownership started around 15 or 16 in 2004, and now it's down to 10 years old. Liz Kolb is an education technologies professor at the University of Michigan and tells WBEN Susan Rose and Brian Mazurowski the trend is shifting toward acceptance of cell phones inside schools. And so as we now have about 80% of students in high school owning a cell phone, it's been very difficult for schools to continue to kind of push this tidal wave of devices away and to try to manage keeping them out of school. Now, what do you see as the biggest reason for the change? Is it using the phones as you know part of the curriculum? Is it a safety reason or maybe something else? I would love to say it's pure academics, but the truth is 90% of parents will tell you the number one reason why they purchase a cell phone for their child is for safety reasons. They want to be able to communicate with their child at any time. They want their child to be able to communicate with them at any time. And now as we've had more um, violence in schools and the media, it's not surprising that we are seeing more parents pushing for their child to have a device with them just in case um, something might happen and they need to immediately contact a parent or an authority figure. So we've kind of gone from them being a distraction to now phones being a lifeline, right? I I think in some cases that's how parents think about it. Um, And they are still a distraction. So it's very complex right now. Schools are lifting the bands, but they're still trying to figure out how to best manage them inside the schools. And um, you have some teachers trying to use them for academic reasons and are successful, while others are just struggling with trying to manage devices popping up. Um, And especially because they're not school-owned, it's harder to say that you can take away the device or that you can require them to not be with the student. Um, It's a little bit more um, convoluted. It seems like it's almost inevitable that these are going to be used as part of the curriculum in classrooms just because when you get out of school, you'll be carrying your phone around all the time. So why not learn how to use it 
to help you with whether it's math or something else. But that transition from being not allowed to figuring out how to teach with them, that's got to be tough and might take some time. Absolutely. So um, they are definitely computers in your pocket, and they have so much power to them. And now, you know, whole businesses are conducted just through the cell phones. But most teachers did not grow up using cell phones and learning, and so it's very difficult for them to understand how it becomes a learning tool, how they manage it, how they make sure students aren't getting distracted and going into their social media applications rather than doing the learning pieces on it. Um, so a lot of it is about teacher training and um, uh, school systems having strong management policies to support them. You know, local superintendents are telling us that they're kind of moving toward a, a red, green, yellow type of phone zone in schools. Have you heard of that? Absolutely. It's called the stoplight approach. And um, it's, it's an approach that allows teachers some autonomy over the cell phones. If they have a red sticker on their door, it means no cell phones. They should be in the away position. If it's green, it means have them out and ready to go. And if it's yellow, it means they will use them at some point. So have them in kind of a ready position. And the ready position is often in the upper right-hand corner of the desk, turned over, maybe on vibrate so that they're not tempted to, you know, flip them over and look at them. It's easy for the teacher to kind of manage and see where the cell phones are at. Uh, how long do you think it might take for phones to be kind of in every single classroom? And maybe instead of textbooks, you're looking something up on your phone. Well, it's definitely already happening in some schools and classrooms. And um, what's really interesting about phones is that it helps with some of the equity issues that we have in high-need schools. So you'll actually see um, in some high-need schools they're more permissive about phones because maybe they don't have access to other technologies in school and at home. And so they're finding very creative ways to use them. Uh, but there are some statistics that predict in the next five years we'll be up to about 70% of school districts, whole school districts, will be allowing cell phones in um, the schools. Back to Western New York, where school districts are making adjustments to their policies. And Niagara Falls Superintendent Mark Laurie says a lot of the pressures are coming from parents, not just students. Parents have apps on their phones. They know where their kids are all the time. They're able to contact them all the time. And, you know, it's important that the parents know how to use the same technology that stu students do. And, and not not just uh, the paper report card, for instance, for a parent is soon going to go by the wayside, too. I'm sure that we all took one home, then they were mailed, and now your report card's right on your phone or your computer. So it's a changing world, not just for students, but for the way parents uh, monitor and watch their students. You know, I've been going back this morning and just talking about how when I was in school, the teachers always used to say in math class, you're not going to bring a calculator with you and um, walk around with the one in your pocket 24 hours a day. Well, look at how the times have changed. I kind of do. It's on my phone. That has to change the way uh, things are taught, right, knowing that this technology is available to everybody. You go into any math class in Niagara Falls High School, and you'll see, uh, you'll see a, a calculator projected onto the screen, and you'll see a geometry or algebra or algebra trig lesson working off of the calculator on the screen. You wouldn't go into a job interview that requires those kind of technical skills and get out a piece of paper and a pencil and, and carry the one and add the two. Those things just don't happen anymore for the employers. They want people to be able to utilize the technology that's at their fingers and be able to utilize it quickly and effectively. So if we're really trying to prepare uh, students for the next level, the next part of their life, we've got to prepare them using technology. And I know it's a 
cultural shift and a mind shift for some of us, like myself, who used to learn paper and pencil. There's still time in early grades to learn the processes. But once you hit a certain grade, it's, it's time to use the technology. So what is the policy then for cell phone use during the school day at Niagara Falls? Yeah, right now, right now, the, there is a policy on the books that prohibit it, but we're looking at it. And I, I heard another superintendent uh, who talked about a green and, and red and yellow zone policy. That That's something that we're moving towards as well. There are green periods when it's good to use and you can use it. There are red periods when it is certainly not prohibited based on the activity. And then there's yellow periods that depend on the activity that's going on. You may or you may not, and that will be at the direction of the teacher. So we're moving more towards a, a policy that, that you know includes the technology, that lets kids use their cell phones, but also calls to mind this is a time when we, we don't want cell phones out. We want to uh, we want to be focused on, on the person in front of us. Now, what kind of feedback do you get from teachers who are kind of looking to balance those two things, the technology with the need to, hey, pay attention, we're still in class here? Yeah, yeah sometimes it's challenging uh, for, for a teacher, um, especially when you're in a red zone type of environment. Uh, they know the teachers are learning, the, the teachers are being trained that way. The teachers have our young staff has been raised on this technology, so they understand we have to embrace it. There, it's, it's a train that is not going to be stopped, and we're, uh, we're foolish to think that if we, we're going to ban them and make kids put them away forever, that we're going to be successful. So we've got to change with the times, and as I say, we've got to meet students where they're at, not where they used to be at, not where they, we think they should be at, or not where we might have grown up where they're at, where they're at now in this world at this time. Mark, from a safety standpoint, they're a lifeline, right? Cell phones? They really are. Uh, it's, it's funny. Uh, we, have to, uh, we have to notify parents sometimes before we're doing practice drills, lockdowns and other things like that, because if, if we don't, uh, they, they'll get a call right from their, their child that says, we're in a lockdown drill. I'm not sure if it's real or not. So we, we have to get out in front of those things more often than not and say, this is just a drill. This is practice. Uh, we need to take it seriously. Don't panic, parents, or, or else we'll have hundreds of parents coming to the school not knowing what's going on. So these are just nuances that we've not had to think about in the past but are part of the world we're living in. Meanwhile, at another Western New York district. Currently, a- as a district, we accept cell phones within the school at the upper levels. Doug Schofield heads up the Iroquois schools and talks with our Tom Puckett. Um, at the primary level, we do discourage it. Um, sometimes there are reasons where students would carry it, um, but typically starting at middle school, they can use cell phones. Um, we do have a red-green-yellow policy, which means there are some areas, red, where they wouldn't be acceptable to use at it at that time, say during a test or um, a different event going on. Other areas, green, which they could always use it and then yellow where it will vary depending on what activity is going on. How much is cell phone use being used uh, in the classroom as far as to help with the education process, teachers using it, for example? Oh, that really varies by teacher, uh, student, and uh, class. I, I know there's different programs that they use where students will sit there and do their homework, uh, uh, practice exams, share notes on it, um, but also we're using Office 365, which you can have all your files and do all your work on your phone if you would like, but it also allows you to do it on a computer. So then depending on the student, they can choose which device they would use it on. I know a couple of weeks ago there was that uh, case of a couple of students um, 
leaving the dis- leaving the school and getting lost in the woods. Uh, how helpful could cell phone use be if, heaven forbid, something like this were to happen again? Uh, that was actually one of our first thoughts was to see if they had a cell phone to call them. They did not, um, but that definitely being able to ping a phone um, with a locator would have been a, a great uh, uh, attribute or a great benefit at that time. Is that one of the reasons why cell phone use, uh, cell phones are okay inside uh, Iroquois buildings for the high school and middle school students? No, actually, uh, that's not the reason. Uh, it's a nice side effect. Um, but what happened, I'll say a few years ago, I have a student cabinet, and during the student cabinet, talking to the students and how they do work, um, one of the students asked me, explained where they take their notes, how they record the homework, and um, from that student asking me the question, we discussed it um, and came up with a practice, looked at other districts of how it would be beneficial to students as the use of technology changes. Um, one of the main catalysts is we're trying to prepare the students for the business world. And in the business world, very quickly, you can see at any meeting, people are calling up facts, figures, information, contacts on a cell phone. So we feel it would be an appropriate skill for students to learn. And obviously the etiquette and uh, other rules of when to use it, when not to use it, come into play in, in the classroom as well. Definitely. Definitely. The etiquette is, the, is one of the major issues. Um, if you've ever been at a meeting where someone spends a whole time on their cell phone when they should be making contact with the other individuals at the meeting, that is what we're looking to discourage and teach them. Here's when you do it. Here's how you do it. And uh, hopefully they take those lessons out and uh, into the workforce. It's going to be an evolving process with technology as a whole. Um, as, as the world changes, so must our um, belief and how we use technology in schools and the workplace is going to change, and we need to stay with those times. And um, Iroquois plans on leading that, leading that uh, endeavor. So hold the phone, literally. Back tomorrow. That's 9.30 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 